It's a brand new day, and we're putting the AM in American politics. We've seen the darkness of division and despair and are now jumping into the light of a bright path forward. Progress is here, and we're sharing its story with you, for you, all with the help of Signal Boost. Now, here are your hosts, Zerlina Maxwell and Jess McIntosh. Hi, Professor. Hi, Misty. <laughs> Hi, everyone's here. Um, so, Professor oh. Eugene Maxwell, happy Friday. First of all, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, your voice is... <laughs> anyway. That's how I'm so feeling. Funny. He, it's funny because he sounds like that, and then I sound like this, right? <laughs> and everybody, every morning, thank you so much for mm. bearing with the fact that I was not born with the voice for radio, but I have thoughts. Um Here's the thing, Dad. Yeah. You sent me a text. I probably could look on my phone and, and tell you exactly the date you sent it to me, but I know mm-hmm. it was about a month ago because everybody listens to this, this show religiously on Fridays, whether they listen live or on the podcast. A very popular podcast download, by the way. Um, yes. <laughs> that's what we've learned. Um, they They know that mm-hmm. we've been talking about the Delta variant for over a month. Mm-hmm. Because you sent me a link and we're like, this is going to be a problem over a month ago. Right. So here we are again. Uh, another week of rising cases, another week of rising hospitalizations. We're going the exact opposite direction. Right. Let's start with the CDC guidance mm-hmm. change. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you ha- you didn't take your mask off, so this is not a change for you. Right. <laughs> It's like, you don't have to change anything you were doing because you didn't take your mask off. When the CDC said, take your mask off, you were like, yeah, nah, I'm going to wait. Why why, why did you sort of react to that initial change in the guidance kind of skeptically? Mm-hmm. Well, what were, was it that the, made you say, I'm going to keep my mask on in mm-hmm. public? There were two things. One, I, a couple things, I should say. One, I, don't, I really don't trust people. that's not not a a great thing but I I just had a feeling that there were individuals who shed masks who didn't get vaccinated and um, that was an issue the other thing that uh, really kind of um, how can I say it made me hesitant to get rid of my mask was I, I just felt that we were not out of the woods. We were not out of the pandemic pandemic yet. Right. Um, and not that I felt it was too early, but I just knew that we were still going to have, um, you know, surges and spikes. And, and just like I was describing a, a month and maybe six weeks ago, that we would have pockets of um surges yeah. you know like what's happening in, in missouri and, and mississippi and texas and florida right. i knew because of of say memorial day and uh, right July you did 4th. say that you were like oh my gosh you said this when we were sitting here right before the fourth of july yeah you said three to four weeks from now there's going to be a huge spike right we would get these surges we just lived through that week correct okay mm-hmm. so we're we're definitely going to get those types of things again 
because people are kind of congregating. Yeah. And, people were at parties. I saw well, a lot of parties on my Instagram. Well, my thing is, yeah, I know people are going to do that, but I'm thinking airports. I'm right, thinking restaurants. Right, 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 I'm right, thinking, right. you know, beach. You know, even though it's an outdoor setting, you know, people are closed to, uh, on the beach. Right. Um, you do you have know, to use the restroom at some point. And I, and you know, <laughs> unfortunately, I read these little, uh, you know, these little anecdotes, these little stories. I mean, uh, I think it was in Louisiana. There was a there was a lady who was immune compromised who couldn't get the uh, vaccine because she was immune, immune compromised. Uh, I, I forget what she had, but she was living next door to someone who had who had COVID. Mm. She didn't come in direct contact, but her screen door what? was open what? and she ended up getting oh COVID. Oh my God. So she, it was the neighbor all right, who had COVID and kind of went through the screen. You're door. following all the directions. Okay. you inside of your house. Correct. And you're going out with mm. a mask and she still caught it from and her neighbor? she still got it from her neighbor. So, you know, that's how, you know, uh, the, see the Delta, oh the Delta variant. Delta is different. It's, it's different. different. Well, the viral load is different. Okay, and what I mean by that... Can you it, explain that? People have used that term all week, okay. and I'm like, yeah, I all think right. I need a so, visual explanation. Right, so when we're talking about viral load, it how can I say it? It's like, think about a dump truck that's full, all right, or half full, or a quarter full. So the dump truck that's full is the Delta variant, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. That's a where where visual. say Thank the you. alpha variant yeah, might it, be yep. a quarter quarter full. You right. know what I'm saying? So you have a lot more virus in an individual because it and how it replicates. You know, it's the same quote unquote. It's the same virus, but it's just tweaked a little bit to make it uh, replicate a little bit faster and more efficiently, and those things. Um, uh, so, I just read. I just read something. You know, we were talking about the the Lambda variant in uh, Texas, and I just read something. I think it was yesterday. Uh, I think they're talking about the Gamma. Oh variant. my God, Dad, no. stop! Stop! <laughs> I'm not talk, in, in no. Florida. So I think it was. I don't know if it was from. Uh, it's someplace in South America. I'm really but, not trying to so learn now the they, they were talking the about the, the gamma variant. <laughs> so you know, and again, these variants. This is what the virologists and epidemiologists were talking about a year ago. That if we didn't get to herd immunity, if we didn't get to a place where there the virus could you know easily spread. Uh, we were going to get these kinds of uh, of variants because mm. of the nature of, of this particular virus. So, um, you know, until we reach a point where there is no, it's like, again, it's like a, a, a forest fire. If there's no wood to burn, then you're not going to have a fire. Um, if there's, you know, yeah. if there's no right. fuel, I should right. say. And unfortunately, human beings are That's, the fuel. Yeah. I read. So, OK, so everybody's everybody who's not vaccinated saying that they don't want to be a part of the experiment are yeah. now the control group. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. And I had not seen it put that way before. And I was like, oh, dear God. Yes. OK. 
Yeah. So the, the exactly. question that I have is about transmissibility of the Delta variant, because mm-hmm. this it is as contagious as chickenpox phrase yep, everywhere yep. this morning. Yeah, I read. That. I had chickenpox. Mm-hmm. I remember chickenpox. Um, that's the kind of disease you can get through a screen door. <laughs> Absolutely. Whereas I feel like with COVID 1.0, was that the alpha variant? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're okay, talking. I get it. Okay, okay. Yeah. So with yeah. the COVID <laughs> alpha variant, like <laughs> we sort of knew that you had to have a, an extended, like a, like a few minutes at least, right? You know, kind of conversation with someone who mm-hmm. was infected. Mm-hmm. You weren't going to get it by walking past somebody who was infected. You weren't going to get mm-hmm. it um, by touching a surface that somebody infected had touched. <laughs> you weren't right. going to get it. You you probably weren't going to get it saying, "Hey, how are you?" to someone who was infected. Right. Um, it was a it was a, a several minute conversation where you were talking at each other in a relatively close distance. That was how you passed it. I feel like all of those rules are totally gone now. Um, so can you tell me about the new ways we can get infected? Like, like well, the screen door you know, is a new one for me. But like, do we need to pour yeah. our groceries again? Like, are, is fomite well, transmission possible with the Delta variant? Well, again, I, it goes back to what we were talking about with viral load. If you're talking, you know, you have a lot more virus, you know, with inside of people. So the chances of them pushing more out Mm -hmm. is a lot greater. So as far as, you know, uh, you know, wiping groceries and things like that, I don't think we're there yet. I think, you know, the key is back to that just being good hygiene. Yeah, it is. It is. (laughs) Like, I I started doing it. I was like, why didn't I always do this? This Yeah. But I I just go, I just go back. I just go back to distancing and right. masking and those things Stay I away from people yeah i i think those are, are the things that we need need to do if well if you're not vaccinated you know you're on your own uh as far as that's yeah. concerned but the story you know that you just said about the woman who got it through the screen door from her neighbor yeah is maybe the scariest story I've yeah heard i mean i read that story yesterday uh and and again she was immune compromised um but again, you read uh, you read some great stories. Actually, I don't know if it was on. I don't know who had it on. It might have been NBC. But there was an older gentleman. I think he was in his 70s. Uh, I don't know if it was in Minnesota. It was somewhere. But <clears throat> he was in the hospital. He had gotten COVID, right? He was ill. Um, you know, he was a vaccinated person. But... They were interviewing. He was getting ready to go home. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. he had been vaccinated, you know, he got ill, but the illness did not, you know, take him out of here. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, that, it, that, because saying he was vaccinated. Repeatedly. You've been very upset it's about this. It's a bulletproof vest. So, so actually, exactly. Right. We would say, don't stop you from getting shot. Get shot. Right. So you've been very focused and frustrated about one specific thing in the media coverage, which is correct when they report that vaccinated people have tested positive for COVID nineteen and they don't finish the sentence. They exactly which is that you know the question um, how well how are they doing? Correct. They're not. They have a cold. <laughs> they have sniffles. Uh, you know they feel like they have allergies. They don't have any symptoms at all. Right. Um, you know, they never tell us how that person is doing. They're like, somebody vaccinated right. has tested positive, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah. you yeah, should yeah. get the vaccine, and it doesn't even work. Exactly. So it's, it, they go to, oh, it's breakthrough infections. 
well, let me know exactly what, you know, are they, are they severely sick? Are they on ventilators? This, that, you know, and to me, that is a perfect story where an elderly person who was vaccinated got infected, but guess what? He even had to go to the hospital, didn't need a ventilator, but went to the hospital anyway, you know, tested positive for COVID. A week later, he's going home. Why? Because the vaccine worked. That's what the vaccine is going to do. It's allowing your body to fight it off. Absolutely. And that's what vaccines do. It's giving you a fighting chance, like a bulletproof vest. Absolutely. I mean, mean, do we have to keep finding ways to visualize this for you guys to understand (laughs) why this is important? No, I'm not frustrated. It is is frustrating. It's frustrating, um, you know, to hear... um, you know, quote unquote, the lead story. Oh, it was breakthrough through infection. Well, guess what? The Yankees had breakthrough infections. Uh, you know, certain teams. You know, who are to, and uh, you don't hear about those those players or those athletes becoming, um, you know, really really sick, right? Yeah. They're usually asymptomatic, or if they are symptomatic, it's very very mild even quote unquote with the J and J. So uh, again, these vaccines work. They're doing what they're supposed to do. Um, It's the unvaccinated and, you know, and and I, I agree with Dr. Walensky. It is, it is an infection is a disease of the unvaccinated, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, you read all of these stories and you see all these stories, you know, people say, well, give me the vaccine now. And then you have some people say, you know, they're they're lying in a bed with a ventilator. Oh, I still need more information. <laughs> that we literally watched a video that was like that, Jess. Right. A girl was in the plastic bubble like outbreak. You're right. The people in the yellow outfits walking around the room and she's like, I still need more information. I was like, you know what? I don't know what to do. You have all the information you need, ma'am. No, I was like, you know, with that person, I just, you know, ma'am, I just don't know what to tell you. Yeah. You're beyond help there. Well, okay. So so this is what we're learning about the unvaccinated. CNN had a huge report this morning that was basically everybody in the country who was currently unvaccinated. If you are a white Republican, you are saying, absolutely not. I will never take this vaccine. With the exception of white Republicans, everybody who is unvaccinated is still persuadable. They're all still sitting there like, yeah, I might get the vaccine. Like they don't say no. They say maybe. So if we get them... I don't know that that's enough, really, because yeah, there are a lot of right. Republicans out there and 65 percent of them won't get vaccinated. But it was right. interesting to me that we still have that second category of people who just I don't know. They simply haven't done it yet. Like, do you have any insight into like why somebody might not get a vaccine if it wasn't like a weird partisan ideological, you know, conspiracy theory issue? I think, and again, going back to kind of what a lot of people are are still fearful of, you know, you know, side effects or fearful of, quote unquote, they've been indoctrinated to believe that certain medicines are going to eventually make you sick right? uh, or going going to eventually, you know, uh, have something to happen to you, unfortunately. I mean, well. But again, uh, just real give quick, a, we give them a little credit. You know, pharmaceutical companies have been known. Oh, to yeah. Put out some, <laughs> yes. 
trash pills <laughs> exactly. exactly. and make a lot of money and people die and then they're like whoopsies yeah yeah uh, you go blind with viagra my bad well <laughs> there but but there's a there are a lot of instances yeah. i mean um you know working for merck and and uh sharing plow at the time i mean there were a few there were a few drugs yeah, that, that <laughs> you know vioxx and a couple of drugs <laughs> that were didn't work that wasn't great. didn't work didn't too work well out. and and but you That's know intended. what See, just talking badly about pharmaceutical companies sometimes, they they kind of price that in. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is, uh, say, if I can develop a drug, it may take me 10, 15, or even 20 years to develop a drug. All right. And it may cost me, you know, back in the day, 200 to $500 million uh, research to, you know, get a drug to market. Some of those drugs, after one year, they're making a billion dollars, right? Right before patent, you know, uh, mm -hmm. expires and it goes to, to become generic. You know, they are, and then say if they have a lawsuit or you know, think about all the money that Jay, uh, Johnson and Johnson made from uh, uh, talcum powder, right. you know, uh, baby powder, right? The money and they and have then to pay they, out now right, and now they're getting sued, and they're, you know, and you say, wow, that's an astronomical amount. But think about how much money they made off of J and J baby powder. Wow. So again, they kind of. You know, factor it all they, in. They, yeah, it's I'm, priced and in. And I think, I mean, I, I understand the good faith questions to your point about not trusting. Like when people's like, well, I don't trust Correct. the government or I don't trust the pharmaceutical company. Like those statements, I think, are more in good faith than people Absolutely. realize, right? And so when people say things like that, what should we say to them? It, science and facts are that they're real right you know covid <laughs> can take you out of here right okay so uh there and then also too think about the vaccines that have you know pretty much uh saved certain societies right, in, right, right. And, and that have country, eliminated other diseases you know right. certain plagues we you know you think about polio you think about these vaccines that have basically influenza saved humanity saved humanity <laughs> right so science covid is real COVID and it vaccine. does work and if it's used properly yeah. uh <clears throat> pharmaceutical companies decide that it is effective right. so it's it's a uh, extremely important to understand the science and the other thing that i think is um not how can I say advertised enough or pushed enough is think about the mRNA vaccines. You know, everybody said, well, you know, it was rushed. No, they've been working on this technology for, you know, well they, over a decade. Why don't they just put out a commercial that explains this? I, yeah, I, it could the, be animated. You know, can somebody make an info, info, infomercial, infomercial right. for the mRNA vaccine or something? And they should have the the, the two scientists. Can Pixar make right. some animated. Yeah, the two scientists know. sitting in the University of Pennsylvania, probably in their little cubicle, you know, coming up, you know, with a little blackboard, a little, you know, a little uh, dry erase board. Right. And I'm sure that's how they started right. thinking about, OK, if we did this and, and you know, we were able, you know, to, uh, you know, put this part of the uh genetic information in mrna I that somebody made this yet i i don't know but it would fix the whole thing yeah it, that's or, like half or, the questions people or ask. it would give people more 
information. Right. You know, because again, I think people overthink things too. Oh my God. Uh, and that's part of it too, where, you know, uh, you get, uh, unfortunately, you get people saying, oh, well, you know, it, it was a rush process. No, this has been. Uh, scientists have been working on this kind of platform, this type of technology for a while. The other thing that is very, very, um, I don't want to say disappointing for me, or um, I think what what's going to happen now, you know, with kids 12 and under? I know. Um, when you say it's a, when Walensky says it's a pandemic of the unvaxxed, Correct. That includes kids. Absolutely. So, you know, when I go into a grocery store and I or a uh, closed environment and I see these little kids Run running, around. running around unmasked, you know, and with their parents, you know, I get a little nervous. Yep. Why? Because mm-hmm. they're, they're always little vectors. They're always little, little carriers. <laughs> uh, and so until we get to an, uh, a point where... You know, we feel comfortable, you know, vaccinating those 12 and under, uh, you know, or six and under or whatever it's going to be. What's going to happen? School's going to I I'm telling you right now, this is almost August. Write down what the date and time is. (laughs) So this is almost August. This is the thing. We always say that you predicted it, but I'm going (laughs) to let's mark it down. Right. It's 858 a.m. on Friday, (laughs) July 30th. And make your prediction. Okay. This. Okay. School. Normally starts maybe at the end of August. Some schools open, right? People, uh, you, you're going to hear all of it. It's like, oh, schools don't need to, you know, require masks, this, that, and the other. By the end of September, early October, we're going to have another surge, and we're going to have what what they're they're going to start saying. Okay, this variant that we never heard of. It is going to it's going to be out there and and it's going to be it's going to be crazy again so you know i think i you know some of these some of these companies are already saying hey you know shutting uh shutting down coming into the office yeah it's already going to yeah. happen and you said that yeah. was september and october Se- end of september october look for Ooh. it oh boy <laughs> well great thanks professor so, um what I'm are you sorry. gonna do this weekend? You're gonna get your vaccine, I hope. You at home. Thank you, Dad, as always, for predicting bad things but being really helpful. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and keeping us all alive. Have a great weekend. Everybody stay safe. Have a great weekend. Get your vaccine. Stephanie Miller's coming up.